and do three days of training there, two days for Continental Tire, and then one day for the Colorado Firefighters Association once training on tire. So that's, that's in May. In May. All in May. This is a busy, busy couple of weeks. Yeah. It's really up. It's really up. Yes, <laughs> what interesting technical calls have you had this week? So, again, what interesting technical calls have you had this week? This week. Oh, I did have an interesting one. It was uh, uh, a guy with a waddle in the center. Waddle. A waddle. And uh, is that a scientific term? <laughs> it is. Waddles is like the okay. the back and forth motion ah. of the steering wheel. Okay. And uh, it, it would come up at varying speeds. Uh, it didn't seem to matter what was going on. It did not he was not hurting the vehicle down the road. So it wasn't road wandering. It wasn't so it wasn't tied to tow. Um, but it was it was on a twenty nineteen peak. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty uh uh, regular. Was, uh, he changed tires and it didn't change anything. Uh, so he had 120,000 miles on 2019 feet and uh, I figured, okay, you may have an issue with uh, the, the, the wheel or the drum not fitting to the hub uh, square. Okay. But he said he doesn't have guns. He's got discs. He's brace. And that's Actually, probably what could have a work disc too. You know, work right. disc would cause all the problems he was talking about, including not having a direction. Mm-hmm. So, so we most. We haven't heard a resolution. No, no, no. I told him you need to either get the sending pins or check your rotors and uh, see what's going on there. Okay, we got. Looks like we got a couple of calls. We do have. We have a couple of calls. People can hear us. All right, we're going to go with uh, this first one, which appears to be somebody named Paul. Uh, and uh, he might be from Texas. Where do you suppose he probably is? Well, with the way they can take their phone numbers with it when they move. Right. And the fact that he's in a truck driving around, mm-hmm. he could be in South America. Anyway, South yeah. America, you're going with South America. Yes, I'm going with South America. I'm going to say that uh, chances are he is driving through Texas still. Uh, it was successful Hello, Paul. Howdy. Howdy. Yeah, I can hear you. Good. No, I'm not in Texas. Uh, I'm in Sounds Texas. like he's in Australia. Crikey, mate. I got a question for you about matching up tires. I, I ended up, I run nine-inch wheels on my tractor well bit of a I'll shorten the story up but a few months ago TA ruined a spare tire of mine so I had to buy a 255 I bought a trailer tire a 255 mm-hmm. just so I could get home well now I'm going to put that tire on my trailer but I run Michelin's on my trailer but I can't get find another Bridgestone to match up with this other Bridgestone I have. On the steer. Is it all? Is it all? Is it all right to match a Michelin up with a Bridgestone, or should I stick with the Bridgestone all position? Because this is an actual trailer tire. Okay. Now, now I need 
clarification here. When you bought this 255, it was for the steer axle, is that correct? No, well, I got 295 60s on the drives, but no one had one where I was. Well, I had sizes, That's I had right. 295 60s at home, so I, bought, I was loaded, so I couldn't single it out. So I just bought a 255 70, which is pretty much the same height, just so I could drive the 200 miles to get me home. Right. And then so, I took that 255 off, which I'm going to put on my trailer, mm-hmm. but I can't. I've not been able to find another Bridgestone that's identical to match up with it. So, should I, any, can I match any, it up with any Bridgestone or Michelin, or it's not going to matter? Any tire you try to match that to that is not the same brand casing and the same size is going to cause a regular wear on one of those two tires. Okay, right. yeah, that's what I thought. So, I, I can't recommend it. Okay, yeah, well, I. I I don't, I don't need it yet, but this tire shortage is starting to rear its ugly head. And uh, I, I went to three tire shops the other day, and one guy looked at his at the warehouse, and he said he has zero inventory of that size tire of any make. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, anytime you match dual tires. You need yep. to have the same brand casing, the same size tire, and the same inflation. The further away can you get from that, the more tire work problems you're going to have. Okay. Oh, well, like I said, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need the trailer tire yet. So I'll just, I'll keep looking, and hopefully, I can find one before I need one. So. Okay. Good luck to you. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Bye. Okay, so we had a guy who was trying to match up tires because of the shortage of inventory. Right. They call it a supply chain problem, don't they? Right. Now, uh, we may be having a little bit of an audio problem. Aaron is saying that we sound very far away from the microphone, which means he's probably using this microphone. Um, I don't know how to help you. Yeah. Aaron, real quick, can you tell me where in the Colin studio the uh, you can identify what microphone is coming in? Go ahead and pick oh, another. Anyway, pick another, pick another uh, guy and we'll talk to him. This is a guy from uh, Topeka, Kansas with a uh, regional tire issue. Let's talk to him. Hello. Hello, how are you guys? I'm good. Yourself? Oh, pretty good. Just enjoying the heat. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. I can hear you guys all right, but it it does sound like you're away from the mic. Okay. All right. So our headset's not working. It's using the computer mic. All right. So what's your question? Well, normally, or what I used to do was over the road type work, and I always had, you know, the whatever the Michelin. New XZA3s, where I, I always forget the names of them. Anyways, yeah. So it's an over-the-road type steer tire. And I needed steer tires this last December. And I'm now doing kind of remotely local work. It's a 150-mile radius of Topeka, Kansas. So I put on Michelin XZEs. 
mm-hmm. and which are a regional tire. Right. <clears throat> I'm always turning and stuff like that. Yep. Well, the old tires were on the truck and I bought them. I put them, put a hundred thousand miles on them, and no wear problems, no nothing. Yeah, and I wore them right down to that five thirty seconds. I now have thirty-five thousand miles on these XEEs. I have completely wore off the inside edge of the driver's side and the outside edge of the passenger side. And there is, you know, I can rub my hand on top. The driver's side catches going in, going going in, and then the other one is going out. Right, which means your drive axles are out of alignment. Okay, it's a Kenworth T six eighty. I don't know. Your drive axles are out of alignment. Yeah. Okay. Now the the I guess the one thing I uh, I'm kind of having some difficulty understanding. I didn't do anything. Why, why would the re- or the regional tires be more susceptible to it to the over the road ones? I don't think they are. I think something's changed in the rear end of your truck. You need to set the rear. End. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, I've got to call into Chad, and he hasn't called yep. me back yet. But yep. so go into him. If you can't get into him, use our shop locator list and find somebody close to you to get it fixed. Okay. All right. That'll work. Thank you. You bet. Have a good day. Um, Bye. You too. Bye. Okay. I don't know if our sound is any better now. I know that you clicked a bunch of things. I'm assuming it is. I think I got the right thing done. Okay. Uh, We have another call, and it's a pretty good one. It's Jerry Woodland. I've never heard of him before. Well, it's about time you guys met. You want to meet the guy? I think we should. He must be out of Sandusky, and I bet he's in Sandusky. Could be. I don't think he drives very much. He's probably standing in his shop, but that's not the same, does he? All right. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Mike. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> How are you doing out there in uh, Ohio? We are busy. We are busy, which is a good thing, you know. Cool. How is our sound now? We clicked a few buttons. Is it coming out better? <laughs> It, Mike, you sound like you're really like echoey. Kevin yeah. does just a little bit, but not uh-huh. near as bad as what you do. Okay, you sound echoey. Hmm. But is the volume okay? Sounds like you're in a can. Yeah, volume, volume sounds good. It just kind of okay. sounds like you're in a can. Okay, all right. Well, well, we'll deal with that again later. It's not a Peterbilt, so I don't know how to fix it. Right. There you go. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you just fine. Yeah. Okay. So, so moving. You guys moved into your new shop. Yep. Yep. We we moved into our new shop. Let's see. Back in July of last year. So we basically we basically about doubled our size from what we had shop space before. Now we can we can pretty much so do. Uh, like four major jobs and what I consider major is like, you know, kingpins, rear suspension work, stuff like that. And we still have another bay where hopefully we can get somebody in that's just passing through to do an alignment on them. Sure, sure. How far is your new shop from your old one? Oh, probably 300 yards. We're actually in the same parking lot. We were, <laughs> we were actually, <laughs> there's, there's a tire shop. 
sits right in the middle between our old shop and our new shop. But the parking lots are all joined together. You moved west, I see. Yes. Yes. Yes, I moved west, Mike. From where you were at in the old building, that was yep. that was on the uh, on the east side, and now we're on the west side. Okay, cool, cool. And you and you drove, your kids in working there now? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. We got we got. Well, my wife's actually she's in the in the office trying to keep us straight out in the shop. <laughs> and <What was> that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and Nick, Nick, my youngest son, he started working with me back when he first got out of the military. Yeah. And then my oldest, <coughs> Matt, he came to work with us in January of last year. Mm-hmm. So he's been with us for, you know, uh, and so so now there's three of us in the shop and the wife's in the office trying to keep us straight. And, you know, and the grandkids run around everywhere. Yeah, I was I was going to say on the on the days off when when they don't have school because of that four-letter word snow here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. When the when the kids aren't in school, then the grandkids show up at the shop, and, and actually a couple of them are getting old enough to where they actually get into it, and they start working with us. So that's good. Cool. Those are good things. Yeah. Yep. Right. So what, what have you got new and exciting in your world? Oh, geez. New and exciting. Um, new and exciting. Um, uh, I guess, I guess we're actually, what was that, Kevin? What kind of work are you seeing more than anything else? I mean, mainly the only thing we do is we just specialize in alignment and suspension, but man, I'm telling you what, I don't know if when these guys, when drivers or owner operators are taking their trucks to the shop to get them aligned, I don't know if the alignment tech is turning a blind eye to it or what, but I would say over 50% of the trucks that come in for an alignment, it's like, man, you need, you need bushings, you need kingpins, you need something, you know? So I think there's a, yeah, I I think there's a, yeah, yeah, I think guys are getting charged for an alignment, and they really ain't getting one. And if they get one, it ain't very good because you just got loose parts, you know. And yeah. I, I, I hear it all the time. I can explain that to you if you want. Yep, I'm all ears. I I was doing training for a major tire company, and we were showing the customers where the problems were, and the customer says, "But I just had that at one of your shops." So the regional manager for that tire company, I went to that shop the next morning and we talked to the shop manager and he had three trucks in there. He was doing alignments on at that time. And we explained the problem we ran into with this customer. And the manager explained that we get paid for doing alignments. We do not get paid for rejecting alignments. And if we rejected every truck that came through here that needed maintenance, we might as well close the shop. So he said, we do alignments. <laughs> we went in there for an alignment, whether they get it or not. Yeah, so then we went in and we jacked up two of the trucks, two out of the three trucks that were in there. I would have rejected because of kingpins or whatever. And he said, I can't help that. I get paid to do alignments. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's the bad thing. That's mm-hmm. the bad thing. And and we we are just, I mean, I, I get it 
quite a bit, you know, guys are like, well, can't you make it a little bit better? I'm like, I can make it perfect right here on the shop floor. But when you get three, four, five miles down the road, it's not going to stay where I want it to stay. So right. you're not getting a good alignment. And I just, you know, I, I hate to be a jerk, but it's like, that's my reputation. If, if I do an alignment and you don't get better handling and better tire wear out of your truck, I'm no better than the guy down the street. Yep. So I, I have to have. There's a lot, there's a lot of shops out there ready to tell them what they want to hear and not yep. enough there to tell them what they need to hear. Yeah. How long have you been doing this, Jerry? Oh, I bought my first system, Mike, back in 2002. That was back when Mike Coger was around. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that's when I bought my first system. And then, uh, then it was, uh, about, about 2016, I think is when I bought this other system. And that's when Nick started working with me when he got out of the military and, you know, and we went full time and my wife, she, she put the hammer down and she said, if, if we're going to do this and we have to pay Nick, she said, you guys are going to have to do some more work. So, <laughs> so we loaded up the, the brand new van and, and Nick and I went crazy for a long time, just going to fleets all over the place. And then it just got to where we were getting so many phone calls from guys out of state and stuff. And they're like, where can I get my alignment done at? You know? And I'm like, uh, where am I going to do these at McDonald's parking lot or what, you know? Right. So, so we leased, so we leased that, that building that we were talking about earlier, Mike, down there on the east side of where I'm at now. And, mm -hmm. uh, we leased that. And, and then, like I said, then my oldest son come to work with us and then we just, we ran out of room, room quick. Yeah. And yeah. luckily the, luckily the same guy owned the, the same buildings and, he let us move into this bigger building and we've been here ever since and just plugging away, trying to do a good job. That's, that's all we can do. Uh, <clears throat> yep. Far out, buddy. So, so anything, you know, you said people come in and they, they obviously need bushings in the rear suspension and, and stuff like that. How many yep. miles or years on a truck do you find it typical that they're going to have to start doing some of that bushing work? Uh, here, you're going to make me be the bearer of bad news, aren't you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, honestly and truthfully, here lately, it's, it, it doesn't shock me when I see a truck with only 250,000 miles on it and it's got rubber bushing coming out of the, out of the rear bushings. It mm -hmm. just, it's, and it, it's terrible. And I don't know how much truth there is to it, but I've been told that there, that no one in the world makes uh, rubber bushings with virgin rubber anymore. It's all recycled rubber. It's not as good a bushing as it used to be. Uh, right, right. I was going to say, just like, like when you were doing it years ago, Mike, and I was doing it years ago, you know, it was like, we, we didn't hardly ever have to rebush the rear end of a truck. It would last 800, 900,000 miles, you know? Uh, and nowadays we're, we, we actually seen one customer's truck. That's a really good customer. They got a lot of trucks. They actually deliver fuel. So they're in and out of gas stations, tight, you know, tight turning and stuff like that. 
they only had 50,000 miles on that truck, Mike. And, and I had to call them and tell them, you need bushings. And they were just like, you got to be kidding me. And I'm like, no. I said, please come over here and take a look at it. And he said, he said, uh, he said, Jerry, he said, we trust you. He said, we're just, just change the bushings. And I said, honestly, I said, you ought to take this back to the, you know, to the dealer and tell them that, you know, what's going on. And he said, you know how warranties work. He yep. said, I don't have time to fight with them. He said, you've yep. done my other trucks. He said, just do it and, and get her back to me. Okay, so now, okay. if the rubber bushings aren't standing up, what do you guys put in? We are using the Atro polyurethane bushings. Okay. Which and, the, and when you put one of those in to a truck, what kind of life are you seeing out of the bushings then? <clears throat> Honestly and truthfully, I I think I've had two warranty issues. I think in probably the last five years, and and that was just and and the warranty on those on the uh, on the actual bushings are three years. Um, some of the torque rods are three years. Uh, some of the smaller torque rods are only two years. But I'm going to tell you what, when I call Latro, and I don't think it's me, you know, or anything like that, but when we call them and we tell them we got a warranty issue, they're just like, okay, we'll send you a new one. I'm like, okay, you want me to take pictures? (laughs) Okay, so you you only have two or three warranty issues in three years after you've done the job. How long have you seen them actually last? Have you ever had to rebush one after you did it once? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. Ha- I haven't yet. And how many years thinking it's going to happen? <laughs> I started using Atro about four and a half years ago. Okay, right. So, so, so we're looking at the bushings that have been out four years now, where the rubber bushings were only lasting less than two years. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. And you got you got a fuel hauler for a good customer. About how many? Yeah. How much? percentage of the rest of your customers OTR and how much is local? Oh, I would say OTR is probably 60 to 70 percent. Okay. Okay. And those guys are running 12 to 15,000 miles a month. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. All right. Very good. Yep. Very good. All right. Anything else to do with exciting? Anything else you want to let the customers know about? <laughs> um, well, like I said, with, with me being a veteran, and I know, Mike, I know you're a veteran, and, yeah. and uh, both my boys are veterans and everything like that. Veteran. We actually, and I was going to say, I left Kevin out, didn't I, after I yeah. said that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we we decided back, oh, I don't know, probably a year ago, something like that, that we were just going to give a 10% uh, discount to all the, all the veterans that come to us and have us do work for them. So, so that's something that we've started not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just that we're in, you know, we're in the, the, the big city of Bellevue, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, if if anybody runs like the Ohio Turnpike, if they get off at exit one ten and head south on Route Four, we're like six miles away from them, and uh, so we're about six miles south of the uh, the Ohio Turnpike. So what's that highway you're on? 
we're all, we're actually on Highway 20, <clears throat> which oh, runs yeah. parallel with the Turnpike yep. or the Area 90. Cool, cool. All right. Well, Jerry, I appreciate you calling. Yeah. Appreciate your update. Keep up the good work and call us if you have questions. I hear from you guys very often. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we 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 try we try not to bother you too much, but I well I'm I'm like I said the boys are helping me. Uh-huh. I've always I've always told them it's real simple. We do a good job. We treat the customer right. And the customer will come back, you know. And at the same time, I've told the boys, I've said, Mike Beckett always tells me, Jerry, you call me anytime you got questions. The only way I'm going to get mad is if I find out you needed to call me and you didn't. So I tell that, I tell that to the boys as well, you know, so. uh, so, uh. All right, Jerry, will you tell the boys hi for us and thank you for calling? All right. Yep. Will do. Will do. Right. They're right. they're in there laughing, so or they're oh, really listening, so they'll probably be good. laughing when I walk back into the shop. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank, thanks for the opportunity, guys. We appreciate it. Yep. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye now. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that was that was our good friend Jerry. And uh, he's on his way back to Ohio now. And we've got another call coming in. Somebody from uh, Marie from British Columbia with a question on tire differences. All right, well, this should be good. Hold on just a second. Okay, hello, Marie. Good morning, gentlemen, and how are things in Des Moines today? Des Moines is a uh, uh, pleasant and uh, warm city this week. We got temperatures in the 90s all week. You're, you're still up in the 90s. I, yeah, nice. I think maybe I should get myself a long run out there or something like that. <laughs> well, by the time you get here, it'll be down another about 20 degrees. It's this well, week only, <laughs> 90s. Next week, seven. That that's probably true. Uh, okay, two questions: one steer, one drive. So, driver tires. Getting ready to change driver tires. Switching orbits from um, local city hauling to regional highway. I have a decoupler or non-decoupler tire on here now. Do I need to worry about switching to a? decoupler tire and if not what can I expect what will because I know I hear you guys always say if you're on highway decoupler tire if you're in town non-decoupler so you've already got the the tire right I'm sorry you've already got the tires on your truck right I already have non-decouplers and I bought them because I was doing no 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 no, 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 You've already got them. You've already paid for yep. them. You need to get your money yep. out of them. Okay? Yep. What you can expect out of them, if there's nothing else wrong, is that you will wear a finger width, like your index finger width wide, on both shoulders of both steer tires. Okay? Okay. And it really won't shorten the overall life of the tire. It will just look a little funky. Right. Wear them out. Yeah. When you're done, then buy highway tires. Okay. Okay. No uh, and that's what I and that's what I figured you would say, um, and that's what I figured would be. But I, I, 
I hear you guys always say the cup on the highway, not in town and never quite figured out why. But now we got that. Okay. Drive tires. Okay. Uh, closed shoulder versus open shoulder. I know that there again, you guys say on highway, on pavement, you guys go, go closed shoulder, uh, right. off, off road, go open shoulder. Here right. on the Canadian side of the border, the vast majority of the people will run open shoulder because we run six months of mud, snow, crud, crap. Like once you leave the Vancouver area and you go an hour from Vancouver, you're into goodness only knows what. So most people will run open shoulder uh, for the extra traction ability and the extra the ability to hold a chain when you have to put on chains, which we do lots. Um, is there a big loss in fuel mileage and tire wear if I switch to open shoulder? Okay, first of all, I got no clue about fuel mileage because I don't deal with that. Okay? That's first thing. Second thing, open shoulder tires tend to get alternate load wear on the shoulders of the tires because those outside loads tend to wiggle and they'll give an alternate load wear pattern on them, which will increase vibrations and reduce overall tire life. Okay? Okay. If I was really wanting to be picky about this, and if I had the extra money, I would have a set of tires and rims for the, for the snow season, the six months, and I would have a set of tires and rims for the non-snow season. Right. And, and there are a lot of guys who do that. Once you get a decent set of virgin tires off, they'll cap them with a decent winter deep and switch them out in the fall. But I'm not in that position right now, so... Then in that case, you need to run one set of tires and you need to run the one that will give you the traction you need in the worst conditions, which is an open shoulder tire. Right. Right. Okay. I guess that pretty much covers it. Not a problem, buddy. You have yourself a good day. Guys, safe out there. Thanks, guys. I'll I'll do that. We got lots of liquid sunshine today, so. All right. <laughs> we we joked that here in this part of the world we don't uh, we don't rot away we rust away. Yeah, the kids don't tan they rust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. Thanks Thanks you right. Okay. Looks like we got a couple more calls there. We should know how they terminate. They terminate. Those are the. There's nothing there you need to worry about. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I had to stop for a few minutes here and go away because the girls were trying to start the grill to right. our lunch and they couldn't figure out where we got the fire from to start the grill. Yeah, like don't we just have one of those little candle lighters? Yeah. Why don't we have one of those? Where's the little candle lighter? Well, we don't use a candle lighter. We use an acetylene torch. <laughs> <laughs> we want fire! <laughs> How do they not know? I know they know we use the acetylene torch. They don't want to use it. Got it. Okay. Uh, anyway, all right. So at this moment in time, our lines are clear, but you can call if you want to 855-950-3835. We've got a, about a half hour that we're available to speak to you. <coughs> I decide. I, uh, I have lunch. I have something that I was going to make sure I mentioned online, and I put all I know what it was. I got a request from a fella wanting to know about 
um, setting a Volvo up. He's, he's doing alignments on Volvos and he's, he's setting the front drive axle a little bit left. He's setting the rear drive axle a little bit right. But he still tends to have a bit of a right pull out of the Volvo. Yeah. And years ago, we learned that because of how thick the bushings are on the rear suspension on the Volvo, under the torque, you get more movement of the axles. They don't hold them in a stable position. And because of that, we find we need to aim them a little bit more to the left on the front, and a little bit more to the right on the back in order to keep the cone between the drive axles when we're driving. So normally we ask, using our laser, to aim the front drive axle a half inch left and the rear axle a half inch to the right, which gives us about one inch between them on the projected laser the length of the truck. A projected length, but uh, it comes out to, when you talk about actual shims with the amount that the, the axle is literally off from the frame, right? it's a 30 second of an inch. A 30 second of an inch, correct. Now what we have found with the Volvo is that one of those axles needs to be off a of 16. And the other one should be off at 30 seconds. Right. We need just that little bit more in order to, to fight that tendency for the truck to fall down the hill and fall off the crown of the road. Right. If you could have each one of them off by 364 of an inch, then yeah. nobody has a 64 of an inch shim. So <laughs> you get back to one in the 30 second, one in the 60. But it doesn't matter which one. The front can aim a little more left or the river can aim a little more right because it's the net between mm -hmm. the little right. As long as one's left and one's right. Yeah. And, and, and that's the four rules of front left and one's right. Yeah, the front never aims right. And the right. rear wing just never aims left. And this is, a, this is also the, the same process as used for one of the Peterbilt suspensions. Yeah, the flex air. The flex air. But see, it's also on a camera. Oh, the 380. One of the Packard's. Yeah, Packard's suspension. How about that? Okay, because that one has the same tendency to move a little bit. Right. Um, the other problem with the flex air is that the U-bolts tend to loosen. And if you don't keep the U-bolts tight, you really can't hold that line on that. Yeah. Flex but air. On a scale of 1 to 10. Right. If we look at all the drive axle suspensions available on trucks today, there ain't no 10. Uh, no. No. There's some 8s. Oh, yeah. There's some 9s. Yeah. There's some 5s. <laughs> but there ain't no 10. Yeah. Now, and for my money, for for my time, I really like the current uh, Peterbilt Lowly. Yeah, that, that one, yeah. It's a simple, yeah. uh, obvious, uh, hard-working suspension. It does exactly what I tell it to do, and it stays right for it. Yeah, I think it's called a 400L on the camera. Yeah. It's the same suspension, just different companies. Really nice. The APAG is... Oh, it's like sort of yeah. Which I mean, a great design puts up with a lot of abuse, but man, it's right. It's good articulation, but you can't hold the alignments and it's rough right. Yeah. And the uh, let's see, the, the, the Volvo. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind the Volvo. I get that thing locked in. It'll. Where Jerry was saying he has trouble, you know, at fifty thousand miles with some suspensions on that Volvo. Uh, I, once I get it set, once I get it to agree with me, finally, it takes a little wrestling match. But after it's set, it'll it'll go easily a half million miles mm -hmm. before I have to adjust it again. And because of the thickness of the bushings on the Volvo, 
it has more shock absorbing in the suspension, so it's not quite as rough riding as some of the others. The, the thinner bushings are, are uh, on, on a lot of suspensions are easier to adjust, but yes, they stay where they're supposed to, but they are a little, uh, yeah, a little rougher riding. Yeah. Okay, so what other tips and tricks do you have we want to talk about? Do we need to talk to people about on the, on the road today? Well, one call I got from a good customer uh, had our system since uh, 2019. He went and bought the uh, uh, what do you call those things? The, the Dr. Preload. Mm-hmm. He bought that for his fleet mm-hmm. and said that it's just it's been absolutely impressive. It's uh, it's solved problems they've had for for years and years and years. Should be very properly adjusted. Yeah, just uh, and that, that's one thing. I mean, he said that something I hadn't heard before about a particular a walking single nut mm-hmm. that uh, it was adjusted properly. It, they got it done the way it was supposed to be with the uh, the torque setting and everything. But uh, the metal was not uh, the high quality that maybe it should have been. It just pounded thinner over just a few hundred, just a couple hundred thousand months. And it, was, it, it lost its ability to hold that way. So the nut was failing. The nut was failing. Well, we have the same problem with shims. Right. There's, there's different qualities of shims used to align trucks. And some of them, the metal is soft and they pound out and they get loose. And some of the metal is good hard stuff, and they adjust it up, and it stays the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So you can have the same problem with metal and in that grade eight bolt versus a grade six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other thing was. Uh, I, I'm still getting calls. We still get calls and emails and text messages about vibrations. No. Chrome. No. Uh, Chrome. Chrome calls. I'd like those. Those are fun. No, about the trailer access suspension. Yes. Inside edge, inside trailer tires. It's, it's 15 plus years we've been dealing with that. At least two or three weeks. Then they want me to send them pictures of how to fix that problem in their trailers. Right. Uh, it, it's just a constant thing. The other thing I get, I'm still getting, is uh, center rib wear on steer tires because of underinflation. Underinflation. They say, no, it's got to be shots. No, it's not shots. Yeah, the, the PTMS uh, or TPMS tire pressure monitoring system. You gotta it, it, don't just rely on the, the gauge every week, mm-hmm. or definitely don't rely on that. Mm-hmm. Get a tire pressure monitoring system. They're good things. Save you money. They're good things. All they gotta do is save you one blowout and pay for the whole system. But just one blowout. Not yeah. even mentioning this issue of. And they get underinflated for a week yeah. or two. Yeah. And you didn't notice. And you all kinds of tire work. Tires yeah. So I love the TPMS system. Get a TPMS system. Get yourself, a, if you have to, a doctor preload. Make sure the vehicle is aligned properly. No, wait, we don't sell doctor preload. <laughs> no, we don't. Why are we promoting that? Because it works. Oh, like the Atro bushes. They work. Oh. It doesn't matter to me. We got, we got to figure out a way to get them to give us a kickback. <laughs> no? We should, we'll try. We'll get a lot. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a gift bag. Oh, a gift bag. That'd be nice. That'd be all right. We did get a gift bag from Dr. Creole once. We did. Yeah. 
And uh, it was good enough. We've been able to uh, survive on it ever since. Yes, we're still surviving. And I hope it's good. Okay. We're not getting any calls. No. Either, either we're answering all the questions without them having to call in, or nobody knows we're on the air, or nobody knows the number, which is 855-950-3835. Now we know the number. <laughs> right. Or they can't hear us. Maybe they can. Uh, I hope we're on We're going to just assume they can hear us. Sure they are. So how, how long do you want to keep going on this today, or do you want to go ahead and say this is nice time, and we'll do you again next Thursday? Well, being it's been about 40 minutes, and we, let's see. <laughs> I, could, I could probably go another five minutes, and if anybody has any questions in that five minutes, you may as well get them answered now. You will be glad to call on us here at 855-950-3835. Uh, I put out a notice on a, a Facebook right. company page and on a group, right. and then on a bunch of other groups that I listened to that we were going to be on the air today. So I was hoping to get some calls. Well, it looks like we did. Did we get a call? I believe we did. Did we get two calls? Well, one or two. Uh, maybe both of them from South Dakota. So we'll go ahead and answer these questions. Go ahead. And then I think uh, uh, we'll be. We'll be handling. Let's start with the the one that is at the top, and that'll be Shana from uh, SMB Transportation. Oh, we know them. You want to click home, Shana? All right. Hello. Well, hello, guys. How are we doing today? Absolutely. Well, it's a lovely day right now. We're supposed to get severe storms again tonight, but right now we're loving the heat because I'm tired of the cold. Don't want any more snow. Yeah. Don't want any more it's snow. It's a really warm one here. Yeah. No. I understand Gabe has been out there playing with trucks. Yep. He is. He's busy at it and uh, doing well and keeps keeps learning and more new stuff and yeah we're one of those ones that are adding the doctor preload too because there's just such a need for that but uh everybody's been super satisfied with our md alignments and anybody in the south dakota area give us a call i don't know if you guys are real aware of wheel jam that's coming up at the south dakota state fairgrounds which is a big truck show not the barbecue show off your chrome and we're actually going to be out there we're taking appointments uh for doing alignments beginning the day before so cool when's that going to be it's uh starts june 2nd it's second third and fourth i believe and here on south dakota it's called wheel jam you can look it up online uh we're one of the overdrive sponsors and we'll have a booth mm-hmm. out there making sure everybody is well aware of the benefits of our alignments. That's excellent. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Get your name out there. Talk to people. Right. Those exactly. Shows. Yeah, we did. We've yeah. a bunch of those shows in the past, and they're great. Yeah. There's a lot of great people out there. Uh, love meeting them, and uh, especially answering questions, getting things done for people. Absolutely. We're already starting to put people on the list. And actually, I'm giving up my birthday to go out there a day early. My birthday's June 1st. We're going to be setting up June 1st so that we can get people in for alignments before they uh, set their show trucks. Okay. The birthday, that means you're going to be 21? 
Oh, yeah. 21 yeah. plus 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, appre- we appreciate all you guys do and uh, the technical support. You're wonderful. And I'm sure Gabe would would have loved to been here to say hi, but we got him busy working. So this yeah. That's all right. We'll have to work another time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys right. enjoy well, the weather. Your birthday hat. Not my birthday suit. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for calling. Excellent. That's a relatively new operation. Yeah, we got like three other questions here. And I think this one, I'm really not sure what's going on. Something about the alignment question. Let's find out. All right. Hello, uh, hello, Chad. Chad, hey there. Yep, yep. I'm here. Yes. Uh, first of all, I was going to let you guys know that I can hear the callers really well, but you guys are really muffled in the background, and I don't know. If I I hope I'm the only one hearing that. But no, anyway, maybe we, we, can... we don't know what's wrong with our mics today. We're, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. Second, I was going to comment on the the atro torque rods. I just put six of them on a on a flex air suspension at home a week ago uh, on a 579. I was never happy with the way this truck rode versus uh, just with the wider cab is what I was blaming on versus like a 386, a 379. Um, mm-hmm. And then I had Chad align it the other day. And just in the first few days, I'm really, he, he thought it would take some of the sway out of the cab in the wind. And it really did. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good. So, yeah, um, I'm really impressed with those torque rods and happy to have those old ones off. I have a, a quick question about m- measuring toe on the, at home there. If I have a sloped shop floor, does that make any difference in the, me- in the duct tape measuring method? Nope, not a thing. No, you're measuring okay. side to side. I can, and we can side to side. where all of that came from. Uh, I guess it's not important at this time. Nah, it's not important. No, it, it won't affect your measurement of the duct tape. Okay. Yeah. I was always just right. curious about that when I've got a, a two parking spots and a drain in between them, and of course it slopes to the drain if that changed anything. Right. So, no, that's so good. That's it. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. If you want to call over the drain, if you're in a ditch, that's a problem. But if it's a slope one way or the other, that's not a problem. Okay. Good enough. All right. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, buddy. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call. Okay. What else we got? Two more. Front end bounce from Scott. Let's start to Scott. Hello, Scott. Hi. I think it's balanced, but I've got Centromatics on on the floor. I've got them all the way around. But between 55 and 62... I've got a pretty good bounce from the front end. Well, how do you know it's the How do you know it's the front end? It, I feel it a little bit in the steering wheel. I mean, it, it, it's kind of the whole truck, but I feel it in the steering wheel. Okay. A is your bit. steering wheel twitching side to side, or is it bouncing up and down? Uh, up and down. Okay, I think it's in the rear end of the truck. I don't think it's in the front at all. Oh. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. And a bounce at that speed range may not be balanced at all. It may be a driveline angle. It could be a pitting angle. There's several things that it could be, but I don't think it's in the front end of the truck. Now, have you jacked up the front tires and spun them to see if they're round? I haven't lately, uh, but no. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. How long has it been doing this? Oh, quite some time. Quite some time, okay. Is it getting worse or is it staying about the same? It's probably a slowly getting worse. Okay. And what make and model of truck is it? It's a uh, uh, Freightliner Columbia 2012. Oh, okay. okay, that could easily be coming from the rear end. Mm-hmm. Are your airbags straight up and down on the rear end, or are they leaning crooked? They're leaning crooked. Your U-bolts are loose. Yeah. You need to have some rear suspension work done. Right. Okay. And, uh, as, far as, as far as identifying whether it comes from the front, it is going to be dramatic in your hands and not in your seat. So when it feels like it's the whole truck, uh, a rear end vibration will take over the whole truck. A front end vibration will take over the whole truck. But when you first feel it, if it's coming right through your hands, you'll know it. Okay. That's okay. probably why I can't find it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I will. All right. Uh, rip. Thanks. Good luck, you buddy. Yep. All right. All right. What else we got? Oh, one more last. This is David. Uh, H Hotel H Trekking just got a question. All right, let's see what his oh, question is. Find out what his question is. Hello, David. Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing good. Except well, my truck working. Nah, uh, yeah, I know that feeling. Hey, yeah. uh, an 06 W9. Uh, you know, Mike, I've talked to you and Kevin, I've talked to you several times on it. And okay. had your MD alignment. Love it. I had a DTI, but I don't think they're on the list anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, I need front springs put on the truck again because the bushings were going bad in it. I took it to a shop to have it done, and they said, well, you're going to have an alignment done to it. I said, well, no, I don't want you to mess with my alignment. He goes, okay, let me ask you why. Uh, well, dude, uh, that truck right there has over 200,000 miles on the steer tires, and there are trays of narrow on them. He goes, I call bullshit on that, and I call you a liar. I said, okay, well, uh, I guess I'm going to be going to another shop or do it myself then. Yep. Right. So They don't believe the tires can do that. <laughs> yeah, and... You know, so I know you were talking about the uh, Astro bushings. I do like those. I got them on the cab, engine mounts, every place else. But on the 380 or low leaf suspension, you know, it's got over a million five miles on it. Right. How do you tell when the bushings need to be replaced or when they start looking like, or is it better to well, buy the case, new? In your case, I wouldn't touch it until the alignment changes. You know, until you've got a, until you you start changing direction, it starts developing the right pole or something. Don't even touch it. Ain't broke. Don't fix it. 
Oh, I agree. I'm not going to. It's just for future reference because I got several trucks for this. Oh, okay. And, right. you know, keep an eye out on that. Leaving aside the, the, the alignment, I mean, that would be your first uh, first indicator. Is if, it's, if, it's not a lot, if it's not driving straight, it's time to start looking at it at a million miles. If you do an alignment at a million miles on any of these suspensions, I would seriously consider just changing the bushing center because you want the alignment to hold 200,000 miles. Okay, but the question you have is how can you look at the bushings themselves that are going back? Uh, well, in the case of that bushing, the, it'll, it'll look like it's pushing out. It, it won't look, it will be cracked and it will start to push out, the, the rubber will start to push out of the, uh, the metal. Uh, in other, in severe cases, it'll be gone. It will actually be worn out. But it just as you start to see that it's cracking and, and pushing away from the, uh, the, the, the position is supposed to be in. That's it. Okay. It's done. It's done. Okay? Well, the yeah, only, as as only pushing as that... As far as the, the only bars that I've had replacement on it is the... Uh, I think they call it the upper pan arm. Yep. Right. From the frame back to the top of it, that's the only ones I've had replaced on the suspension at all. Yeah, because they get tor- they get torqued as you turn corners, and they're trying to hold it in place while you're turning corners. Right. So they get stressed right. a lot. Okay. I'm now, fine. as far as replacing your front leash brakes, if you unbutton the front axle and you lift the frame up and you take the springs out and you put a new set of springs in. The first thing I want to know is, are the two springs the same length? So when you buy your new right. springs, put them upside down on the floor, put a pin through the front two eye holes, and see if the center pins are at the same place on both springs. If they're not the same place, then one spring's longer than the other, and you don't have a matched pair. Right. Okay? Right. Once you know you yeah. have a matched pair, and you unbutton the axle, and you lift the springs up, you pull the pins, you get the springs out, you put the new springs in, you set it back down. Then you measure from the U-bolt where it's going into the axle up to the front pin and compare the length on the right and the left side to make sure that steer axle is still square to the truck. If okay. it's square to the truck, then you properly tighten the U-bolts, you're done, you don't need to do an alignment. Right. Okay. It's worth it to check okay. the alignment. But uh, I, I wouldn't meet with somebody. If that's all, if that's all you're doing is replace the springs, you don't need an alignment. Just do that, and you're done. Well, that's all what right. I couldn't figure out what he was talking about, and you know, I you know, after he said that, I just said, okay, um, I guess we're done with our conversation because you're an idiot, and I'm leaving. Right? I, yeah. If he can feel those tires and say that it's 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 rolling down the road smooth. Why even have a conversation about the alignment you don't need? Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know the bushings were bad because you could see gap in between the pin and the bushings. Okay, what's the big deal? Cut them out, put new bushings in them. You can do that, but if you've got a million miles on the springs, just replace the springs. You might as well get it. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I've already bust the original two-leaf springs in the truck, and five years ago, I had them put new springs in advance, but... Mm-hmm. Evidently, they aren't as good as what the OEM springs were. Well, uh, the, the rubber bushings aren't as good as they used to be. No. The springs aren't as good as they used to be. I'm not as good as they used to be. <laughs> just the way I like those. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. Well, guys. 
Yeah, I mean, you just can't get good work at, at a lot of shops anymore, like we've been hearing for years. Yep, yep. Um, you have yourself a great day. Right. Thank you for calling in. Yep. See you, buddy. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you. Okay, all right. I feel like that's about the whole show. I think we've done it. I appreciate everybody listening, the calls. Right. We'll do this again next Thursday. We can tell your friends and neighbors that we're on the air. You can listen to these programs on letstruck.com. Yep. Go to the listening. You can stream the old shows. Uh, we'll see if we can get more of this spread around the different places, but we appreciate your time.